All right, y'all, welcome back here to another episode of Chasing Birdies. My man, Mr. Peppy. What is going on, buddy? Oh, dude, I'm stoked for this one today. I know. I know I'm I know. so excited. I know. We got to talk a little bit about some other shit first, but yeah, uh, I am so, so, so excited for this one. Uh, it's been a long time coming. Listen, you know, we'll, we'll get into it, but, but. Mm-hmm. Fill us in a little bit. <laughs> the West Virginia State. Come on, dude. The, We're not, the mean, West Virginia Golf Association nah, qualifies for the stadium and it started. We ain't doing that shit. Listen, dude. Where? Okay. With, you want to rub salt in a wound? I mean, I know. I shot 82, but no excuses. That's all. I just had a couple. Two but it was minutes. cold. It was cold. Oh, it was freezing. It was 39 degrees and rain and wind. But, I mean, people still shot good scores. I did not. I did not play well. I mean, Probably the last four or five, six holes, I started to become a little cold and shaky and wet, but I grinded. I tried. I had a couple too many three putts, but yeah, I ended up firing 82, the same number on my golf ball, so that was good. Consistency <laughs> is crucial. So, you know, last chance qualifier here in a Off couple we weeks. Off we go, bud. Uh, oh, last so chance. Do you want somebody on the bag, bud? I, no, but I think it's like, you know, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm at peace with shit the way it is. Like, I like playing with you. I like playing with BK, our other yo-yos. I do, and that's cool. I mean, competitive golf in me right now, like six years ago, different story. Right now, it's just not where it is, and that's okay, and that's okay. But uh, you, I know, bud, you, you've been out playing a little bit. You're still on a roll. I mean, shooting even, couple over, couple under. Yeah, yeah, everything's great, man. We just uh, pegged it up yesterday at Troubadour with our boy Tom Sarcher, and um so we're we're cruising along, and then we got a couple things coming up, and uh, the big smoke is tomorrow and Saturday at Nemecolon, which, funny enough, we are recording this at Nemecolon, where the episode was recorded. So shout out to Nemecolon, thank you for setting everything up for us, hosting us graciously. I know our guests today absolutely love Nemecolon, as we do, so make sure you go to Nemecolon.com, check it out. I know they got the Beach Boys coming here at the end of May, so make sure you get your reservations. Go watch the Beach Boys. There's some rumors of some other people coming. Can't fill you on that, but nemacolon.com. Phenomenal. Anything is possible. Yeah, you people out there listening from different states, California. Now, all of a sudden, we have people in California. It is beating out Pittsburgh left and right. San Diego, of all places, one of my favorite cities in the world. You guys make it over here to the East Coast. Come to Nemacolon. You lady, you man, y'all love it. Yeah, dude, so the golf game, you know, it's funny. I'm watching a little bit of of last week's golf tournament, Wells Fargo. I was actually in Charlotte for my niece's communion, my niece's play. Did you go? Yeah, no, we didn't go to Wells Fargo. Steve Peering texted me. He's like, hey, bud, you want some VIP passes? But But the odds of him getting VIP passes are like slim to none. I appreciate the offer. But, I mean, these guys are just, you know, watching on Sunday a little bit, listening. You know, I think Xander was trying to make a charge, couldn't hit a fairway to save him. Wyndham Clark, though, walks away with the dub. Three point some mil in the bank. First win. Yeah. But he was putting, dude. I mean, he made but some. That's what it is. I know. I know. So, like, if you didn't have so many three putts, it's mm-hmm. two things in the game of golf, I firmly believe. Limit your three putts, make pars on all par threes. If you can make four pars on four par threes, you are beating the field. I guarantee yep. you. A little tidbit there. But. Anyways, no, it's exciting uh, stuff, dude. Wyndham Clark, new winner on the PGA Tour. 
couple million to the bank. Mm-hmm. And we're two weeks away from the second major of the year. Yeah, bud. And here we go. And if you're trying to get your game in check, you Pittsburgh people out there, go to X Golf in Wexford because their simulators are badass. They will set the ball up for you. You don't have to bend over unless you like to. And also, the food is great. Cold beers are good. X Golf in Wexford, PA, is where it's at for all your indoor golf needs. Make, you know, whatever. Go over there. Check them out. Give Sean a hello. Tell him we sent you. And get your game tuned up. And I know our guest today, Mr. Chase Chrisley, is trying to tune his game up a little bit right now. You know, he's new to the game of golf a little bit. You know, he tried to tell us, hey, bud, I'm not that bad. I'm not ass. And you're not. You're not. You have a great swing. You're playing with great people, like I said, and just, you know, a little bit more practice gets you cleaned up around the edges. Yeah, I mean, I had an absolute blast, like I said, at Nemecolon with Chase, and uh, what an interview, man. Mm. It's deep, it's funny, uh, there's a little bit of everything, so, yeah, the I kid, mean, without further ado, great kid. I, I mean, say that we roll right there. People don't want to listen to us anymore, bud. I mean, I, I say kid like he's a kid, but at the end of the day, great human being, so yeah. Let's just take Let's it just right in. Take it right over to our boy Chase Chrisley on Chasing Birdies. All right, guys, welcome back. Here we are at Nemecolon Resort in Farmington, Pennsylvania. In person, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Chase Chrisley, my man. Thank you, brother. I'm actually glad that the first interview didn't work out so I could get this nice trip out this of you. This is guys. round two. Yeah, and this place is awesome. Technically, this is round two because your internet. No, 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 no. They, you guys have some janky system that y'all do over Zoom, and it doesn't upload. So that ain't on me. It's Riverside. Yeah, but most people don't record on an iPad. Well, you're fully capable of recording on an iPad. (laughs) (laughs) Regardless, you're here. Yeah, we're having a good time at Nemecolon, having a blast, and the place is spectacular. Yeah, this place. I've never seen anything like it. I mean, this this place is insane. Yeah, it's got everything. Mr. Hardy used to say, we have everything but the ocean, but we're working on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what he used to say. It would be perfect then. Uh-huh. That's the truth, man. I mean, a casino. Yeah, that was, let's not, let's not. Which, not, that was yeah, totally random. Like, first off, you kind of forget about the casino. Second off, it's a random Sunday night, and is the casino open? Is it closed? Well, I just and got breaking we, news on the casino. I don't know if you did, but I can't share with it yet. Yeah. So. But that was not fun. That was not fun. It was fun until it wasn't. Well, like I told Chase in the car on the way over here, I said, man, I was trying to be smart with him and tell him, let's take the money, dude. And then he put a stack out there, and I became a fan. And the rush came over me, and I just wanted to keep pushing it in. And he did. And we lost it. (laughs) And we lost it. Yeah. So chips. It was good. You got to know when But you think as a host, he would have been there to go and gamble with me like you did. Well, Like a a good friend. And we walk in, and you go straight to the – well, low baby well, tables. I, well, the low baby tables because I'm not like you two. I'm not in the same tax bracket, um, and so I don't even have a debit card. I didn't have a debit card last night, so I couldn't get money out. Is your wife uh, holding it? The, yeah, she's holding that and something else in her purse. Yes, yeah, uh-huh. in the jar. <laughs> so I stayed at the little boy table, and then you guys went to the big boy table. And um, guess what, bud? We all walked away with the same. Yeah. <laughs> we should have walked away. When we were up, we should have walked away. You, you didn't help us out, though. I mean, we maxed out our daily withdrawal. You didn't have a debit card. My yeah. man's looking around. Dude, he's scratching his people. neck. He's, I mean, he's uh, our boy, John, that we saw. He got 100 off him. 
And he was circling. And then they closed the tables. And then he closed the tables so he didn't hand the hundred back. Well, we went to the cashier. Well, I, I, which I thought it was the cashier. I guess it's the players' club here. And they said, "Do you have a personal check?" I was like, "Who the hell walks around with checks anymore?" <laughs> That's a, like it's not a good subject right now. This whole check thing, right? Checks, checks, checks and balances, checks and balances, bud. And markers. They don't have markers either. Yeah. Then well, it took. It was. They said seventy-two hours. Oh yeah. So you're gone by the time it's 72 hours. I am out of here. <laughs> I've had enough of this guy. Jason Birdies, you're on this episode, man. And we are Jason Birdies in life. And I know you're. you're and Jason Daily. And, and Daily Chase. Or Daily Chase. Yeah. It shows you how, how ready like he Jason is. Daily. How ready he, he is for the interview. He doesn't even know the name of the show. I like the Chase and Daily better. Well, that's not the name of the show. But I like it better because then I put you for Like, it's a. Oh, you're looking out for me. Yeah. Yeah, dude. We we uh John and I we just, just started a show. It's been interesting so far. I mean getting John Daly to show up exactly on time is not the easiest thing in the world, but I love him to death. How did it come about? We were honestly just at my home course, just sitting there shooting the shit and was like, Let's do it and then and your, and your home course for people is Old Hickory. Which Old Hickory Country Club, yes. There's a bunch of boys there. It's a party. We hear it's incredible. Bast, you played it, actually, yeah, with great. Tyler Reeve, yeah, uh, which is your buddy. And yeah. um, that's pretty cool, though. You have a podcast come out. But he's got to be, like, herding cats, trying to get him. Well, so the first episode that we were supposed to shoot is just me and John. And John brings in this guy who I've never met before. And he was like, hey, let's have him on as a guest. I was like, John, we have a whole team here. We've got producers. Like, we've got this thing planned out. He's like, oh, we'll work it out. I was like, shit. So that means I got to work it out. But it, it ended up turning out good, so. Well, you got some. Well, what's the whole premise of the show? Like, what is it? I mean, we're, we're kind of just talking about everything, kind of like that I've been going through, everything that he's gone through and continuing to go through and just. Just, just talking shit. Yeah, and you're yeah. pretty good at that. That I, I've come to learn. So, it yeah. should be a good one. That was rude. Well, he's I mean, I'm uh, he's he, a shit talker, and I'm a shit talker. So, I'm not a shit talker. Straight shooter. Straight shooter. I'm like, a straight shooter. Okay, there's a difference. There's a difference. Yeah, that's true. So this is your first time in in the Pittsburgh region. Yeah, I'm um, coming from Nashville. It's um, freezing here, dude. That's what I was saying. Like this weather was kind of bipolar. It was like. 86 degrees a, t- a couple of days ago. Hot as shit. That would have been is. nice now. We, cold. we were driving it's in. Cold. It was snowing. And I was like, dude, there's 0% chance I'm playing golf in snow. Yeah. His fiance didn't believe it. So he had to FaceTime, share the snowflakes coming. And it was. She knew. She knew immediately. She's like, yeah, he's not playing golf in that. We will today, though. Yeah, we'll go out there and get snowed on. So my man, Nashville, you know, and obviously from Atlanta. Yeah. Originally. So originally your family. From Atlanta. You grew up in. A showbiz family. I mean, obviously, your parents were in the real estate developing and all that jazz, but you got into the spotlight at a young age. Yeah, I was 15. 15 when the show started, and I think now we just passed, I think, like 200-something episodes. That's crazy. Yeah, so it's been a journey. How did this all start, though? I mean, that's the people, like for me, who watched the show. It's interesting, like, do they come to you? Do you guys go to them with the idea? How does that all work to get to the point where there is a family show? Well, we weren't even like looking to do anything. We, uh, one of my dad's friends was just over at our house and happened to be a producer and was like, just saw how we were around each other and saw the way we acted. And they were like, we need to film this. <laughs> and we shot a sizzle reel and I think it got pitched to 
12 networks and i think we had 11 offers so it was right at the gate yeah no question yeah is it one of those things like you either have it or you don't filming a show you either have it as a family or you don't i mean i guess i guess we had it yeah whatever that is yeah and they could act yeah some scripting man i mean it definitely took time like to get comfortable it takes time to get comfortable get used to having strangers in your home and having cameras around you 24 7 but that's crazy. I mean, it's a blessing. I definitely could have had a worse job. Yeah, so. no. I mean, it's opened a lot of doors for you, just getting to know you in person. I mean, and and that's what he said yesterday when we were talking. You know, people. We asked him about people taking photos with you, and you said if it wasn't for them, I, I wouldn't have what I have. Yeah. So it's really cool to hear, you know, from from you. Well, I just think don't bite the hand that feeds you. So I th- and I feel like there's a lot of people that, are, without the fans, it, like we would be nothing and. I feel like there's a lot of people that kind of get to a certain level and then they like forget where they come from. So yeah, like whenever somebody wants to take a picture and that's how everybody in my family is like, we're like, yeah, come on without y'all. We wouldn't be anything. So it's good. Humble roots. Yeah. With, with the show, obviously it's brought in a lot of fame for you. Yeah. What's it like? What's like going out to dinner in Nashville? Well, I mean, we, we get recognized obviously, but I mean, again, it's people that have supported us for, over a decade now so and you can't stop living your life yeah no no definitely not gonna do that so i've met some really 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 nice people really cool people and i mean it is what it is like obviously you don't always want to take a picture in the middle of dinner but yeah i mean you want to do do what you gotta do that's funny man you being in the position you're in have met so many some people you know, you're telling stories a little bit, all good stories, but just of a fast-paced life in a circle with P. Diddy, Puff Daddy. What Did, did that have any adverse effects on you? Because you seem to be pretty grounded as an individual, especially at 26. I definitely, I mean, I was like 21. So when I was 21, I did my, I took all my friends out to Vegas, had a blast. And then like a week and a half later, I had to be back in Vegas <laughs> It took me a week to recover from Vegas. So, and then I had to turn around and go right back. And that's when I co-hosted the pool party and then the nightclub party with, with Diddy. And rough. I mean, it, it was an experience for sure. So does that I don't some, understand how, how he does it. How I mean, any of them do it like that? Well, I mean, he, he, he can just go and go and go and go and go. I was like, Dude, I need to go to bed. Like I did last night, bud. Well, like, yeah, I well, I mean, to you're almost 50. <laughs> But Diddy's but 50. Yeah, I was going to just yeah. say at that point. So there you go. We just went opposite ways. Very opposite ways. <laughs> very opposite ways. Dude, yeah. yeah, that was that was a, a very interesting, crazy trip. One of my childhood friends, uh, sorry, Parker, I'm going to out you. He ended up getting married that night. <laughs> he comes from a very wealthy family. Um, like, literally gets married in Vegas to some rando. Yeah. It's yeah. it's like in, it's and then I've got a, like a six and a half minute video on my phone <laughs> the next day and I was like holy shit it's what like have in, we um, done what's the movie out there that everyone likes? The Hangover the Hangover where he's where they're like we need to get this marriage annulled and he's like annulment upsets me very much but I will do it for however amount of money so they had to come in and get it annulled right yeah well he and his dad dealt with that but we woke up the next morning and we had like our group text and. Parker goes, everybody, check your bank accounts. So I really fucked up last night. And I was like, oh, no. 
And he just sends me a picture of this girl with this massive rock on her hand. And I checked my bank account. I was like, nope, I'm, I'm good, good, brother. So uh, wasn't me. And, that, and that's the thing, too. You know, with being in the public eye, all these decisions that you make, you have to kind of keep in the back of your head, I got to make the right decision. Personally, you. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, that, I was 21 then, obviously. My mindset's changed a lot since being yeah. 21. But, yeah, I mean, I just I feel like I've – got a responsibility to try to be a good role model i mean do i always live up to that no but i mean i try right you can't be perfect yeah if you be you could chase greener grass all the time and and never catch it so you know perfect is is really kind of i do have to ask you about the show because your grandma is freaking hilarious I love that woman. She, and I wish she would have came with you. She is a hand. No, you don't. Because she'd still be at that casino. <laughs> she would have been. if When they closed those. The, when they shut the it last down, hand, she would have paid him to get more hands rolling. She would have been like, I've never heard of this shit. What kind of casino closes down at 11 o'clock? And she might not be allowed back. She would have stayed. She might have got banned. Oh, there's no doubt. You know, because that might be a theme. Yeah. No. It <laughs> <laughs> might be a theme. It is a theme. It is a theme. Grandma. No, my grandma, she, I love her to death, and that's one area that I've been extremely blessed with is, I mean, I got to work side by side with my entire family some days, it sucks, but honestly, it's a it's a blessing to be able to do it and, and build something together. Yeah, you guys have built an empire on the TV. We're still going. And you're still going, yeah. which we'll get into, but... You know, with the show, when's the last episode that has been filmed? You know, some things have happened in your life leading up to it. It ain't no secret. You can talk about it. We're, okay, so the things that have happened to your mom and dad, were they filming during that no. at all? Or was it not allowed? They just didn't want it to be a part of it? Well, Chris Lee Knows Best was, I mean, pretty much a sitcom. Like, it was very, very scripted, very organized, like, where we're supposed to be, what we're supposed to be doing. I mean, it was a f- family-friendly show. So, I mean, yeah, we we didn't, weren't filming during those times. But our new show that we've got coming out is, it's definitely going to be different. It's going to be real, raw, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So, we'll see how, how it goes. You being you. Yeah. What's what's the name of it? Uh, we haven't got that far. The Daily Chase. I'm trying to get trying to get the the money right, lined up first, brother. <laughs> trying to get the network to take it. Yeah. Well, you have to get a production deal done first, and then we have to, we'll have to shoot an, another sizzle because it's it's a brand new show, and then they'll take it out and sell it. Now, there's a particular company out there that follows people around, and you know chases celebrities around and tries to get information. Is TMZ still following you guys around on a daily basis, or have they kind of left you alone? Oh no, they were just posting, talking shit about my sister for a day. I think it was, I think it was yesterday or the day before that. Yeah, and I just commented on it, and I was like, "You guys are trash." I mean, they just like leech. It's just like leeches, man. That's how. Well, they- I mean, it's just like people that they're just they try to make money off of people like when they're at their lowest Lowest. like were they hot and heavy on you guys when your parents were going through the court hearings and all that oh yeah camped outside the house no way i'd I'd lose it i'd fucking (laughs) lose it yeah it it was frustrating but i mean that's exactly what they want you to do just they have i mean they they would get out if we so one of us would have lost our shit on them 
They would have loved that. They would have loved. Then they would have had all the content that they that they that they, they want. They would have they would have gotten exactly what they came for. Yeah, and 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 that's the thing. Like he said earlier, now in that spotlight, anytime you do something, you know, your sister was just in the news for the fucking airline. Yeah, situation. which was actually bullshit because it was all over a bag, yeah. like the her carry on bag. She flew to New York that morning, no issue, and then she goes to fly home, and this guy is being an asshole to her. Now I do know my sister. I'm sure she has some words? kind words. Kind words for the fellow, but like, dude, just just let her put her bag on the plane. Like, if it fits fit on the way here, it'll fit on the way back. But she got the boot. She got the boot. She had to get rerouted, right? Yeah, she got to, she had to get rerouted. And then she posted on her Instagram story. She was like, "Southwest, you won." <laughs> I was like, I would not have given them that <laughs> satisfaction. Oh kind of, uh, shit, man! No, but Southwest is trash, anyways. That's Pep's favorite fucking airline. I don't get it. I mean, but not, you don't gotta tell people what my favorite airline is. <laughs> like the value's right. There's a lot of direct flights. There are. Well, you penny pitching son of a bitch. I mean, you couldn't. You can at least got me a boarding for for people <laughs> out there. I, he he's a, for, he's look, blowing me up about coming out here. I'm I'm thrilled to come let out me here. Tell the story. No, no, no. I'm thrilled to come out here. And I looked down at my ticket. I was like, dude, can you can you put me on Delta? And he was like. Southwest is the only direct flight, and I was like, "Shit!" So I'm thinking, like, C30 boys. I'm I'm thinking that he would have been like a gentleman, early bird checking. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, first no, off, no, you no. didn't tell people that I had to cancel flights. I mean, I was like a travel agent there for two weeks for you. It was Can- one day canceling, booking people, and then rebooking, and then I canceled yours, and I and I forgot to add it on. And I stand. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. C thirty. When I checked in C thirty, I'm like, I'm like one of the, I'm like one of the, a terrible time for C thirty. Two like days one after of, his sister. Yeah. <laughs> C, two days after my sister just rakes Southwest over the coals. I texted Josh. I'm, I said, I'm I sitting here. I just put my hood up and looked down, and I was like, I'm gonna kill him when I, I get there. I texted Josh. I said, <laughs> I hope his bag fits because I thought you were gonna take like your clothes carry on on the on the plane hell no i wasn't about to do that after what savannah just went through i was like let's check my shit yeah yeah because that would that would have got out you start an uproar you're not coming to pittsburgh get this kid off the plane yeah you got i probably would have just i probably would have just shut up and checked my bag but her her bag i mean it's probably not cheap right yeah so i mean i wouldn't want them destroying my bag either yeah yeah i mean just throw your golf clubs in a snowboard bag if all else fails and I definitely do not think that that is TMZ worthy news. Like it, it was on Fox News. Yeah, that's, I was like, that's, look at all the crazy shit happening in our world, whoa. in our country, and you want to you want to talk about how a girl got into an argument because they claimed her bag didn't fit. Well, that's back to who you are, right? That's like every move, yeah, is is under a microscope. I mean, somebody sees you take a poop on a golf course, they're probably going to record you, bud, and that's going to go. <laughs> and somebody's going to talk about how. Oh my God, he's terrible for the environment. Every move you he make, he didn't flush. Hey, is it? Is, yeah, he is, flush. A, is this a is that a thing that you do? Do you shit on golf courses? I have. Oh, dude, he is a fucking college shitter. golf story. You want to hear it? Go for it, brother. Yeah, if, you're, if you're if you're willing to talk about it, <laughs> so if you're you're willing to own it. Uh, so my freshman year at Marshall University, I was so excited. It was basically our home golf course in, in Pinehurst at Mid Pines Golf Club. My first tournament that I qualified for. I was so excited. 36 whole day. 
you just keep playing. You carry your bag for 36 holes. You just keep going. And they give you box lunches. I'm immediately out. As soon as you said carry your own bag, I'm out. So I'm on uh, 15 at Mid Pines, which is a par 5. And it comes over me, man. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I'm going to shit myself. Like you just knew. No, like. I'm literally going to shit myself. And it was like 95 degrees out, dude. And this is before dude wipes and all that jazz that you can throw in your golf bag now. I mean, yeah, it's probably before cell phones. So I mosey on up to the woods, <laughs> hold on to a tree, hold on to a tree, making sure nothing gets on the team khakis. Take my shit. And uh, I'm like, oh, shit, I got to wipe. I don't have anything to wipe with. I can't do my golf towel because I need that for like the next 20 holes. So I proceeded to play 15, the rest of 15, played 16. There's a, ba- a restroom at the back of 16 green that I, and dude, the next like three days was miserable. I was sandpaper. My ass. I'm saying my ass was like sandpaper because it was so hot and I was sweating. And but What'd you use the white? Toilet paper on 16 green, bud. So hang on, let's run this back. Um, so you're telling me that you sh- took a shit in the woods and then you... Played. And then you didn't wipe and then you played two holes and then went to the bathroom? You couldn't have we just waited the two holes to go to the actual bathroom. No, I I'm my butt <laughs> muscles are a little weak, so I just wonder why. It's, <laughs> I I take explosives. So I mean, listen, this is enough butt. about me, guys. All right, this isn't about me. no, no, no. We're definitely riding this one through, brother. So you took your shit on the golf course, didn't wipe. What are you a sociopath? Yeah, a little bit. I can see it. I mean, you probably had flies flying around you, bud. They probably thought you were a fucking cow. It was the worst case scenario, and it happened. Don't ever tell that story again. I would never own that up. I would what? never own up to that. 15 is a par 5, so what'd you make? With some shit on you. Probably 6. Probably double the next hole. Uh, yeah, I'm a... I got nothing for that. I'm yeah. speechless. That's Pep, though, you know, and that's why we love him, but yeah, we, we don't know what to say about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Have you been... You haven't taken any shits out on... No, never no, 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 no. They have beautiful baths. Wait till you see these restrooms out there. Huh. Now Very that's comfortable. One you can stay in all day. Very yeah. comfortable. You can stay in there all day. They are beautiful. Have you been to therapy? No. You need to. You should, you should check it out. It'll help you. You definitely got some scars after that story. <laughs> <laughs> so 2019, man, your parents get indicted. Yeah. What did that do for your family? I mean, from a deep perspective, without, you don't got to get into detail, but I mean, Emotionally, physically, like, I mean, what effect it, did that have? Because you know their innocence. Yeah, and I don't, I don't give a shit what anybody else says. I know who my family is. I know yeah. who my parents are. I know how I was raised, and I know the scumbag business partner that my dad had. It, it, it was tough. I mean, it, it, it's still tough. But I, I will say this: it's, it's definitely brought us closer together. It's made us appreciate each other in ways that we probably didn't before and just appreciating the little things, you know, like things that you normally would just take, take for granted. But yeah, I mean, emotionally it took a, it, it, it's still taking a toll on, on everybody. I mean, everybody's handling it in their own way. My little sister, she's a, she's a trooper. She's one of the strongest women, I strongest human beings I know. And I mean, we're still fighting. Yeah. We've already, our appeals already been filed. So we're we're just praying that the truth comes out and and they get to come home. But yeah, I mean it, it it definitely took a toll on all of us. 
And, but I mean, God, I, I don't think that God will put you through a storm that he won't bring you out of. Yeah. Yeah. And you obviously have your faith, which, you know, I've, I've heard that from you before. And that's important to lean on that, you know? Yeah. Without that, uh-huh. without that, we got nothing. Nothing. Regardless of the situation. So when they said that your parents were going to prison, what's that like? What, what is, explain what that's like. You know, your parents. The yeah. people that you, I've never talked about this with anybody. So the 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 people that hey dad, what's going on? Love you, mom. Hey, you want to go grab one? like what was that feeling like? It's, I mean, it just it just feels like your soul, your soul, your heart gets ripped right out of you. I mean, it's, it's I mean, yeah, it's, it's it's heartbreaking. It really is, and. Then them actually going and having, I mean, we never miss a weekend. We all we go rotate like Savannah will go see my dad. I'll go see my mom. Savannah will see, and we'll, we'll we'll rotate and take and Savannah will normally take the kids down with her. But it's tough, man. I mean, when you our family loves really really hard. So when you love somebody like like as much as we love each other, it's definitely. Um, very difficult, very difficult to see your loved ones like in a situation like that. And our system's so broken. I mean, that's not new. I mean, there's so many other people that are wrongly convicted that are sitting in prison and just don't have the resources to fight. And that's what my sister and I are kind of working on is like the prison reform and trying to help like people like with like their reentry whenever they get out, help them find jobs, like give them some stability, you know? And, um, but yeah, man, it's tough seeing them, seeing them in there. So when you go visit your mom and dad, are you able to be in the room with them or well, you're, just in, just, you're, you're just in a big room with everybody? Okay. Everybody, but you can actually like hug them and yeah. hug her. And, yeah. Which is, which is a blessing in itself. Cause some places you don't get to do that. Right. So. Now, are you allowed to take lunch? Like, are, can you have lunch with them while you're there visiting them, or is that not allowed? This fucking guy. No, you can't take them lunch, <laughs> dude. It, it's not a picnic. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe take the guy's lunch, huh? Like, hey, Pop. <laughs> you want an apple? Well, you mean you, you pick, pick up some Maggiana, pick up some Maggianas and swing through? Chicken parm? Yeah, stop by the deli, bring you whatever you want. No, no, dude. Like one meal, that'd be nice, no. right? That should be. I I agree. I I think that you should be allowed to do that, but no. Your dad, before he was in TV, I mean, he was in real estate, correct? Yeah, development. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how he built his. And he had, he had a an outsourcing company. Yeah, so you know, you 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 start growing and scaling your business, and not necessarily. Loop. Hang hang, on. don't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, no worries. We interrupt. You thought <laughs> that we can just that we can just grab a, some Krispy Kreme and yeah, on visitation gra- days that'd be nice. Grab be a, nice grab a couple of sandwiches from like, the deli. Alone, bud. I'm and, thinking about everybody. Like, why not? I mean, you're in the same room as everybody else. Why not bring people lunch? You can bring them gifts, things like that. No, not a thing. So there you go. Then we, you, the only thing that you, they have vending machines in there, and that's all you get. So now you know, learn something, bud. Yeah, bud. Are there other inmates in there when you're in there? In the visitation? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They're all in an open room. That's why I thought maybe, yeah. 
Maybe you get Cater, some. Maybe you get some pool. Cater some lunches, boys. And then everyone's gonna fucking want piece of everyone. Well, then maybe I'd buy. I'd buy them all. Yeah, I'd buy everybody lunch if we could do that. Hey, Bruce. When's the last time you had an Italian hoagie? <laughs> I'll get you hey, one Bruce. next week. <laughs> Pee wee, Pee wee, <laughs> Pee wee. What you want? Oh shit. Um, but no, I mean, and the, I mean, dude, their conditions are just so shitty too. Like. Everybody's everybody acts like my dad's like in like some country club and that's not the case at all. I mean, there's like they got like black mold and, and my mom's place is even worse. I mean, she doesn't even have air conditioning. Well, that's what like people say. Oh, minimum security. And it's well, yeah, like, they're they're in they're in a, a camp. Right, so, but when they say that, they make it sound like it's a little plush. Yeah. Right, like it's better than what you think it would be. What's better than like being behind a wall like that? Right, and like. But I mean, yeah, just can't bring lunches in prison. Yeah, no matter how you dice it up, it's prison. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy because there, the judge in our case, she just tried this, uh, the Clayton County sheriff because he was waterboarding people as in using that as an interrogation tactic, and she gave him eighteen months. Waterboarding. That's some like That's some shit out of a movie. Yeah. Eighteen months. Done that up. No man. And that's the thing, what I was saying earlier, you know, your dad starts growing his business and not losing sight of things. But it's very important when you start getting into bed with people in terms of business deals, you better be transparent with those relationships. Yeah, well my dad like compl- like completely put this guy on, gave him a great job. Yeah. He's making great money and he just got greedy, and my then my mom was diagnosed with uh, with breast cancer, and then a week later, my grandfather was diagnosed with liver cancer, and that's where my dad's focus was. He was focused on taking care of his family, and this guy had been stealing left and right for years. Crazy, yeah. it all came down on on your parents in that respect. Yep, and and they they are located in Atlanta, Georgia. Or in South Carolina. My parents? Yeah. My mom is in Kentucky and my dad's in Florida. Gotcha. Yeah. Kentucky. You do your research. No, we, we were talking about it, but I forgot. You know, I might have been, yeah. might have been to Tito's. Got me a little. Did you know last but, night? Anyways. Well, yeah, a little bit. I just told Chase that a little bit. I mean, I feel great. Feel a little fuzzy, huh? But you know what it was? It was it was like we had those drinks at dinner. We had the drink in a cigar bar and they were like really good. And then we went to the casino and I got... Tito soda, but it just didn't taste right. It's just flat. Well, you know what's fucking weird? Here's what happened. I'll tell you this right now. I said, Do you have Tito's? And he's all, Yeah. He I pulled, can tell you right now, that was a lie. He pulls a gun out, like what they would squirt like <laughs> juices out of, and he's fucking shooting this thing. And I'm thinking it's a soda water. And then he stops like that much up, and then he does it again. And he stops. And I'm like, Hey, is that the vodka? He's like, Yeah. I was like, Is that Tito's? He's like, Yeah. So I looked at the buttons to see, like, if I could see, like, it's, what is on it? Yeah, it's probably fucking. Well, up. and isn't that like it's probably some Vladimir shit? Who's the guy? That, That's um, why it didn't taste good. The bar show. What's the guy with the bar show? He comes in and redo, does your bar. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I don't know his name. Bar but. rescue. Yeah, his big thing is like measuring out everything because that's money. If you're overpouring or anything like that, how's the gun? But does the gun shut off by itself? Well, dude. I don't know. Or does it just keep going and you judge it? Because I, I see you just judge it. 
Barreski wouldn't be happy. John Taffer, for those of you. Yeah, he would have had several issues last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just was not, that was not enjoyable. So I think that kind of caused a little bit. It was enjoyable. We did have a good well, time. It was, it was. The casino was a little um, spur of the moment, too. Right? I mentioned casino. People perked up a little bit. Didn't think we were only going to go. We went. We were there for about 37 minutes before they shut down the tables. Yeah. It was exciting last 10 minutes, though, at your expense. But it was exciting. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm glad I could pr- provide you some entertainment. I feel like ever since I've been here, I've just make, been making you laugh. and it, It's good. Well, but that's what you get paid to do. You're like an entertainer. Yeah, I know, but I'm not getting paid here. I that's the problem. Southwest C30, Nemecon. What else would you want, bud? A-boarding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, like you mentioned earlier, uh, you got the podcast coming out. You got television shows coming out. When you visit your parents, do you talk to them about this at all, or is it kind of just your thing? You're building your brand now. Well, I mean, the, sh- the new show is, is me, Savannah, and, and the rest of the people in my family and a few of our close friends. No, yeah, I I talk to him about it. I mean, I love my dad's one of the smartest human beings that I've ever met. So when I could, when I do get to see him and talk to him, yeah, I, I tell him about everything, get his his input, and he loves to see us win. He's like, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. He was like, run it through the roof. So we, I feel proud. I feel I feel a little bit like the Jason Birdie boys, even though you know golf tie in life. But I mean, you know, Chase, he's had hits from Today Show and all these other fucking shows to talk. And he's right here with us. Yeah. And we're amateurs, people. You think? I mean, I would you definitely are. I'm below an amateur. I don't know. I'm like, so what, you're not even registering on the scale. Yeah, no. So for I mean, everyone out there, Mike, let's hope. Let's hope you now. can do it. You guys can do it. Whatever you want to do. Whatever you're chasing. Yeah. No, you guys are killing it. I mean, I told you yesterday, like, you guys definitely set it up. But this place is incredible. If- no, no take backs, bud. No take backs. The compliments stay yesterday. You can't take those compliments you gave us yesterday back. I was giving them to you again, asshole. Okay. okay. <laughs> Jeez, guy can't even take a compliment. No wonder your wife got in the car and left yesterday. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, oh boy. boy. I'm excited for your little podcast, though. Oh, well, little podcast. I mean, you're going to hit your levels right out the gate. So it's not going to be little. Yeah, got to keep it, Uncle John on the on the forefront, bud. John's a great dude. I mean, I love him to death. And that the first day of shooting, we figured I was talking to my producer, or her name's Erin. She's fantastic. Uh, we were like, we're going to need to shoot this, like have the normal setup, and then we're going to have to have a producer camera that's following us around all the time, because we'll we'll be in the middle of a good deep conversation. John will go. He'll just get up and say, yeah. He's like, yeah, I need a smoke break. He doesn't understand the whole, like, keep it rolling type thing until we're, like, done. Yeah, no, 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 that don't happen. It's on his schedule. If he wants to take a smoke break, even though it's a great and he's John. Segment. He's John Daly. He's in, he can do whatever the hell he wants. I'm not going to tell him not to go out there and rip one. I was telling him, we, we were filming, and I was like, he was like, you want one? I was like, shit, I don't even smoke cigarettes, but I guess. Oh, that probably knocked you on your ass. No, Bubba. I mean, the Zen 6 milligrams sure as hell did. <laughs> I've never done it. one of those things. <laughs> I've never done one of those. But you started getting a uh, liking the, to them. Because you were, through the night, you started throwing one in, and you got used to it. He adapted, bud. Yeah. 
They're great. I mean, you, sorry, sorry, I'm not throwing three six milligram zins in my mouth like you do. At a time. You how many you got in right now? No, I just have one. But which let's talk about the way this I mean, cat slurps the soup, dude. Slurping. So, I mean, we're at dinner last night. Him and I looked at each other. He's like we're Jason and I looked at each other like. Yeah, but you guys he, fucking he made said, it awkward because I no, knew we didn't watching. make it awkward, dude. We're just sitting here in this very nice restaurant, this very this extremely nice re, like resort, and other tables are around us. And he's, and I looked at him. I said, "Brother, ain't nobody gonna steal that soup from you. You're safe. I got, I got you." <laughs> well, I will say this. All right, first off, the bowl was a little bit too far away from me. Or are you a little shorter? Well, if I was taller, it'd be worse, but I wish I was shorter in that regard. And number two, it was a bigger spoon, and it was a You're flat. You're used to being a little spoon. It was a... Yeah, inside. It was a flat... <laughs> it was a flat... Yeah. Big fucking spoon. And, like, I could not get it to... Well, I don't think... I mean, you picked it up fine. I think it was the... Just put it in your, put it in your fucking mouth, dude. Well, You're that's just, the issue. I, you, you gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> like just, I do the just, same thing, just dude. Eat it. I, like I suck on ice, and my wife's like, "What are you like? That's, I want to rip that out of your mouth." So annoying. Yeah, that's well, and, and you do like one of my. It's mine, my my sisters, everybody in my family. Like one of our biggest pet peeves is like when you hear people smacking. Yeah, that's me. Oh, he's a big smacker. Big. I mean, Ashley just yelled at me a couple of days ago for that. Like, I apparently eat with my mouth open. You do? I do. I looked at him last night at dinner, and I said... And I crushed that food, too. I, I was like, fast. I was like, you want to... I was like, dude, have you ever heard of Cotillion? <laughs> and I, know you're, I know you're 35, but... You might want to look into that, huh? Yeah, I'm like, manor school? Yeah, I should probably... I enjoy eating. I have a passion for eating. That, um, I do, too. I love food. But... but but just without the sound. But I'll take but, the yeah. I'll take I'll take the constructive criticism from you two. Um, and I won't smack my lips anymore. I won't fucking slurp when I'm drinking soup, eating soup. Slurp. I was drinking it last night. By the way, what if I would have just taken the bowl? I thought you were going to. That would have been a better move because then there would not have been slurping. I would have gotten up and walked away. I would have left my steak if you would have if you would have brought that. It's not. And for Could you imagine that slurp for, for everybody watching, it wasn't like a. Like a, a normal bowl. It was like a full dish. And it was a little deeper. Was just a little deeper. Yeah. I mean, he's, I don't know. <laughs> but what can I say? I'll we, learn from that. We still love you. I'll learn mm-hmm. from that. I will. You'll be smacking at lunch. Oh, you, now you'll, now that you know it, you're going to listen you're going to be like, oh No, what happens is I'm going to fucking pass out because... That's air passing through my mouth into my lungs. Now I'm going to have to keep my mouth closed, eat and breathe through my nose, and I'm going to fucking like drown in the air because I'm not going to be able to breathe. How in the fuck have you made it 35 years? That's a great question. 36. I don't know. But I'm, I'm doing all right. I'm happy with it. But it's a great point. You're crushing it. Great point. Yeah. It's all good, man. I, Jason Birdies. You don't know how to breathe through your nose? I can breathe through my <laughs> What is good? Somebody give this guy a cracker. Let's test the theory. You guys missed me eating those crackers when you got them oysters. I was just tearing those crackers up. Well, bud, you, you, dabbed, you went right straight for the bread. They were... Ca- yeah, I didn't. Buddy, I was a little hungry, all right? We'll leave it at that. I was a little hungry. I was just a little hungry. You cleaned up. So, you want to talk about me eating again? No. <laughs> 
Oh, man. With social media, the whole social media platform, Instagram, Twitter. I don't even have a Twitter anymore, but Twitter, Facebook. What has that done for your brand personally? Um, I mean, dude, it's huge. It gives you just direct access to all of, like all of your fans, like your entire fan base. So, I mean, you get to. I I try to respond to as many people as I can. Obviously, you can't do all of it, but I mean, we've been very blessed, dude, to have a loyal fan base that has, I mean, stood by us throughout this whole thing that we've been going through. So. We're very blessed. We got very lucky, and but I mean, yeah, the Instagram. I mean, it it's it's huge. I mean, you can promote any product that you're doing, any business that you're doing, and it's just right there. So, I think it's yeah. wild the whole DM side because it's like, yeah, well, are you reading them? All of them? Probably not necessarily. But myself, it's crazy that I. Somebody, oh, dude, I get some mean ones too. But somebody can DM like Jason Aldean. Is he going to read it? Probably not. But, like, that's the closest that person will ever be to. And they think that, like, oh, my God, I sent him a message. I mean, I find myself sending messages to people for the podcast. Never Stormy Daniels. <laughs> Stormy Daniels. <laughs> no payments. Um, <laughs> but He's so cheap. I mean, it's not a, you, don't have a, you don't even have a debit 30. card. C30. Um, <laughs> you don't have a debit card. But, like, do you have – is that you? Or is that? Do you have a manager that's going through your Instagram? No, no, no. I'm the only one that has access to my Instagram. Yeah, so that's me that goes through it. And it, yeah, dude, I got I got a couple mean ones the other day. I so what's the mean? What's the what's it? Tell us what a mean message that you got. Oh, there's some pretty bad ones. Just about my family stuff like that. Oh, uh, this one woman, she was like, "You're a prick," and I was like, "Newsflash, we know." Like, <laughs> you write that back? No, I didn't respond to her. All right. But. I wanted to, my, but Emmy, Emmy, I used to respond to people all the time when they were talking shit, and Emmy's really calmed me down with that. She's like, why would you give that person the time of day? And that's what you're doing. They're getting a reaction out of you. Yeah, that's all they want. So I, I now I only respond to the yeah, you, supporters. You write something bad back like, hey, go fly a kite, woman. And next thing you know, it gets screenshotted, and then it's like, Chase Chrisley harasses a fan on Instagram and tells her to fly a kite. Yeah. And next thing you know, now you have kite extremists out there saying you're ruining the kite experience for kids and then you got tmz and flying all kites in front of your house so you can't do that great analogy there man i mean i'm Did just you work saying, on like, that before you got here no it just came to my head i'm just simply stating like yeah you gotta watch you that's can't talent say that. you can't say that you got 1.1 million followers bitch i got 1.3 <laughs> so how many how many of them are real all of my shit's real <laughs> how many of yours are real all of mine are real i mean it's 1400 but you get six likes. No, I, I, I got a good ratio. But I post. <laughs> the last, dude, the last. Whatever part, you say, bro. Not, I haven't I posted like a photo since July. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I'm happy with it. Extremely. Mm-hmm. Um, I threw you for a loop right there, didn't I? Yeah, a little bit of a loop because I'm talking about your Instagram and then we got on my Instagram. My Instagram is nothing. But, oh, so your followers. So, yeah, you don't have, you don't pay for followers, which I knew that. That was a dumb question. I just had to yeah, ask you're just it. being a little yeah, dick, just being a little, dick a little dickhead, yeah. yeah. But people do, and you can always tell. I don't understand that. But what uh, benefit does that get you? Yeah, it's like it's, it's not a real person. Why would you? Just because the numbers, but in reality, like nowadays, you can run, you can run checks on how many of the followers are real. 
they can they have these mm-hmm. things whatever and it's like that's only hurting you in the end game yeah well dude i think that this whole thing of people being able to buy the blue check mark insane dude. is bullshit like it takes away from like people like impersonating other people i mean like like, like so now somebody can just create buy. create a instagram of me buy the check mark and people think it's me and do whatever they want. Is there not any way to check to make sure? I mean, obviously there was because is that's there? how you got it. There is a way? Oh, okay. You got to put your ID in. I did not know that. Still, if you buy a blue check mark. Well, how much is a blue check mark nowadays? Eight bucks on Twitter. Damn, Elon did it too? Yeah, Elon did it. And all the people that had one, like they, they were showing like Murdoch or, yeah, they were- or, or um, I forget the cat's name. But anyway, he's like a billionaire. But he, not Murdoch. Yeah, yeah, but, you're talking about the guy that killed his family. No, 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 no. That's not like what I'm that. talking about. I'm talking about the news guy, one of the news guys, uh, yeah, or yeah. one of the big donors. Anyway, it doesn't really matter. But the point is, yeah, you can buy it for eight, eight bucks. That's for, but like, why? Yeah, like I don't like if you're it. not famous, or, like, like, like if you're not actually. What's it do for you though? Is it, I, I, I'm not saying you. I'm saying in general, me oh, and him. Yeah, yeah. What's it do for us? Why we're yeah. cool because we got a blue check mark. You, you bought you, you pay for. A blue check mark. Now what? And then you probably what? end up having to go to court for paying for the blue check mark or something like. I think Jason Birdie should have a blue check mark though, but we don't have enough publications. Well, well he didn't even have a debit card for y'all to buy it. That's true. That's fine. Yeah, that's tr- that's true. That's true. But you know you, but you're right. You know you you feel a level of connection to people just because you're following them on Instagram. Like they're really gonna read your shit. Like your messages go into a whole another inbox. Mm-hmm. Request, yeah. probably called, and you probably have thousands of requests or story replies. And thank God they do that, so that's not filling up your feed. I mean, that'd be insane to go through. I would have so much anxiety with all those messages in there because I'm a, I'm a zero person. So like, my email is always zeroed out. It has to like I don't I hate seeing three thousand emails or seventy five texts or whatever. I'm a zero person. When the hell have you ever had 75 people no, texting you? I'm just saying in general, but like... You're very OCD. That's what I'm, yeah. what I'm gaining. Yeah. yeah. With that kind of stuff, yes. So that would... that would Oh, man, my anxiety, if I had your Twitter, like your fa- your Instagram account, would drive me through the wall. Oh. You'd probably switch up on everybody. Hey, bud. Hey, pal. You got, you know, Emmy. Emmy's your fiance. Yes. I Thank God for the Daily Mail. I, mean, I saw you guys were in South Beach. I saw you in the ocean kissing. Yeah, isn't that bullshit? Like, how the fuck did they find you? I mean, you so this woman was on the beach. By the way, what nice, kind of lens are they using? Is the real question. No, your your Nike trunks were fucking on point. <laughs> you, are you hating on me right now? <laughs> I hate Nike. Coming from the dude that didn't even bring a bathing suit, and they had to break into the pro shop for you to buy one, <laughs> and you didn't even buy it. He bought it for you. No, I gave him cash. He gave me. He refunded me. Dang, I forgot. Why him. are you getting so defensive, bro? No, I, I know. I'm just saying. But what kind of lens are but they using to get that photo of you and in the water? I don't give. A, I don't give a shit, dude. I like those Nike trunks. And they look good. Yeah, just I'm trying. Why to you, so you're so you're checking me out? That's what it sounds like. It's just, just the way it is, man. You know, I gotta stay up on the paparazzi. I'm flattered. Uh huh. But anyways, your fiance. You guys have big plans. We do. You're gonna get married. Mm-hmm. You wanna have children? Dude, I want to have as many children as she wants to have. Really. Yeah, I want a, I want a big family. I mean, I, I have a big you, family. Yeah. I come from a big family, so I don't ever want an empty house. You like that feeling of 
family. Family, yeah, family's everything. I'd have a baby right now, but she she's wants to get married, do it the traditional way, which I respect that. So, uh-huh. and it's up to her. Right, it's her body. So, right, yeah, they go through a lot. It's crazy. That is a crazy process. The whole pregnancy thing. I mean, wild. Is it insane? It's dude. What they put their bodies through the emotions they go through good bad and different it's just it is wild to watch what they go through you can never knock them for it it's oh. it's like it, and it's and it's awesome you know when that baby comes i'll tell you my wife's first pregnancy story i'm sitting there and her friends in there and in the room yeah her like when she's birthing yeah her best friends in there and I'm like, I'm going to be good, man. I'm going to be good. I'm going to stand there. I'm going to watch this all happen. It's going to be beautiful. Boys. Fuck that. Nurse told me to sit down. Gave me smelling salts and a Sprite because I was about to pass out. There's no way. I'm Smelling salts. I mean, I'll definitely be in the room, but I'm going to stay stay above the But it is. It's stay awesome. above the chest. It's awesome, man. It's the best. So when you that, that does happen, you're going to love it. Yeah, I definitely am. That's exactly what we need, another little miniature mm. version of me. Yeah, right. Yeah, a little chase. Yeah, a little chase. Uh-huh. <laughs> a little swimmers, let them loose. So your little golf game, we know you like golf. I do. I love golf. You've been playing more and getting a little better. You got like, players around. All you got to do is watch them a little bit. Your golf game, we, we were on the simulator yesterday. Today we're going to go play. And I was impressed, dude. I told you your first swing. I said you get a nice move on the ball. Two things that we gave you to work on. I think you're going to help you. What got you into the game of golf so uh, growing up i i played baseball my entire life and then baseball came to an end and i just like having something that i can do that i can play compete in and i started playing probably like three and a half years ago and i mean as soon as i picked it up i was like look this is the best yeah well then i was like Fuck this game. This is way too hard. And then I came back the next day and played again. Yep, yep, yep. And it's been history ever since. That's awesome. Now I love it. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean there's nothing better. There's nothing better than playing around a golf with the boys. Well, and you're in Nashville where at the, at the club you're at, there's a bunch of people there. So you always have somebody to play with, have a oh, couple yeah. of drinks with, cigars, gamble a little bit. It's, it's perfect. There is nothing like the game of golf. I mean, Definitely. this is what brought us together. We probably never met you before, but I'd probably be in an autograph line if I didn't meet you through golf. Be like waiting outside my hotel. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, he would be. With multiple Sharpies, different colors. At the club you play at, you got a bunch of buddies that you play golf with, and you probably play golf with a lot of cool people that other people are jealous of. Um, when you get there on the golf course with these guys, it's just nice to be able to put your phone down and just play golf, right? Yeah. And not have to worry about anything. That's a, that's a nice idea, yeah. But you know how it works. Yeah, wife starts blowing you up. And mm-hmm. Shit, the phone definitely becomes. You a distraction. Be drinking. I know. Yeah, it becomes a huge yeah. distraction. You you go to golf to escape, but then you don't escape because you're sitting there checking emails and you know people blowing you up. But make the turn for the back nine. I'm like, I can feel it coming. <laughs> the golf f- game or the booze? No, my phone. I can feel. <laughs> I can feel. I can feel Emmy be like. When are you gonna be home? I was like, shit. I was gonna play thirty six, but she. Uh, no, dude. She's honestly, she's pretty cool about it. I mean, what's your gambling game of choice on the golf course when you and the boys get out? I don't really gamble that much on the golf course, honest. What? Well, yeah, I do. What am I talking about? Like you playing skins, you playing high low wolf. We play wolf a lot. That's just easy. Yeah, it's easy to explain to people. 
yeah. don't know right. other games. So well, yeah, Wolf's probably our go-to. With golf, golf takes you a million different places, man. Cities, this, that, and the other. Have you played much golf in different cities other than Nashville? Oh yeah, yeah. I've played. Like, all what's over. the coolest place that you've that um, you're like? I'm coming back. I played Bel Air Country Club. That was incredible. Yeah, I've that's heard a that's sick. beautiful, beautiful course. Golf Club of Tennessee is yeah, I hear incredible. That's Sage Valley, incredible. I hear that's awesome. Yeah, Sage is the only thing that sucks about Sage is you have to walk it. Is this whole story about him true? You got a bad leg, bad knee. I do have a bad knee, so that makes sense. Though. <laughs> and I don't want to walk eight miles in the hundred degree weather in South Georgia. Yeah, I think I think it's in, it's in South Carolina. Is it? It's like right on the edge. Well, I heard the whole Sage Valley story. Is that he could? And correct me if I'm wrong. I heard that he couldn't get into Augusta, so he pretty much built this course in spite of Augusta. So I, I mean. This could be wrong. I don't. I, this is what I've heard. The guy that started Sage, he was trying. He was going to become a member at Augusta, and I guess every member there has to agree to let somebody in. And he, I guess he had an issue with one member, and they wouldn't. They didn't. Wouldn't let him in. So Augusta has this like filter, like this filtration system under the greens, and he he goes and buys the company that does the services, marks up the fee on Augusta, and then uses that money to build his own core. That's pretty smart. It's a boss move. Big time. Yeah. And he's got a killer spot. Yeah, it is. It's. I mean, at night, there's a lit-up par three. Course. I think I saw Reeve and Cole Taylor playing it. Yeah. It looks awesome. Yeah, dude, that place is fun. Now there's cottages and everything right there that you can stay at and yeah. restaurant and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. That place looks spotless. The fairways, they look like peach tree to me. I'm telling you, this place is probably the... Nemecolon. I'm aware of what the, right. the name of it is. Well, but, Jesus Christ. Well, but. Um, it's the nicest, it's probably the nicest place I've been. I mean, just as far as having everything and the staff, you couldn't ask for any, be- any better. Yeah, it's first class. There's no two first class for sure. And I can't wait for you to see the golf courses. They're beautiful. I'm riding with him in case you gotta take no, a shit. No, we're taking three carts, bud. Okay. I'm by me. You uh you're getting in you know, you started a real estate brokerage. We did, yeah. You and Savannah? Mm-hmm. And it goes hand in hand, man, with golf. Yeah, it really does. You're gonna, you're gonna be meeting people and it's like, hey, let's just go out and hit it. So we'll make sure to get your swing tuned up for those meetings you're about to have. But um we're not going to sit here and act like I'm an ass golfer. No, I'm no, not no. acting that. I saw your swing. You got a good swing. We yeah. said last night. I have a hole-in-one. You so. should be. Huh? Three. We get it. You've got it, too. How many you got? Three. So I'm only two behind you. All with a six iron, all in the state of West Virginia. How about you, all bud? I've just picked a ball out of your bag over here. It says double eagle. I did. I, yeah. You just found a golf ball of mine. It shot 66. Jesus. Pete died, and I made a two on a par five. That was back in 2017, but I still did. Albatross. Yeah. I think you were going to gift it to him. Yeah, I might have to gift it to you. It's okay. I don't really want it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to let you hold on to that souvenir. Yeah, I'm going to hold on to it. I'm going to hold on to it, man. Um, You are an entrepreneur, man. It's in your blood. For sure. It's not just fake on Instagram where it says it. Like it's legit. You got your podcast. You got the real estate. You're doing some other deals. Got a new TV show coming out. Yeah. And we're, we're, Trying to uh, build out a, a production company, like I was telling you about, and 
Yeah, we got a lot going on. It's awesome. Multifamily housing, doing yeah. that too. Yeah, we've got a lot going on. Very, very blessed. Love to see it, man. And I'm happy you're here. I'm happy you're well, despite everything. You, you yeah, seem, dude. You seem like you're in a good place. Keep moving, you know. Got to keep it going. I think you, uh, you got you got some things you might want to ask him here. So we're gonna turn this to the last segment of the show. Look, he's getting off. He's getting all nervous right now. Last do I, segment. Do of I the make? Sh- do I make you nervous? Yeah. Last segment of Chasing Birdies presented by Bettinardi Golf called the Tapping Segment. My man's going to ask you some questions, Chase. All right. What? Uh, Shit-eating grin. Here we go. (laughs) Here we go. go. Favorite on-course drink? The good boy John Daly's new drink. There you go. Fantastic. Have you guys had that yet? No. He's got his own... Seltzer? It's not not, uh, carbonated. It's vodka mixed with something else, right? Juice. Tea and lemonade. Oh, jeez. So it's oh, yeah, the John and Daly. It's the John Daly, yeah. yeah. And then they've got a bunch of other flavors. If you guys haven't tried that, no, uh, I haven't. I'll get I'll get them to send you guys a box. You, they're fantastic. Yeah. All right, number two, favorite airline, Gulfstream. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Lewis Round and Where, seventy eight Old Hickory. All right, Dream Foursome can be dead or alive. Oof. Tiger, obviously. Tiger, Arnie, Nicholas, and Daly. So that's a fivesome. Fuck. It's, it's, <laughs> that's all right. We're it's, so, five. it's so hard. It is. It's, it's very so hard. hard. And, but I, also, I'd love to play with DJ, Phil. We didn't even talk about Liv. Well, fuck. Let's talk about it. Well, I got one more question, then we'll get into the Liv segment. Okay. All right. So we're... You guys out there, this is a little bonus segment of Chasing Birdies. We're just going to talk a little bit about uh, golf. Last question. What are you chasing? I mean, just success, happy family, healthy family. If I can have a, if I can have a healthy, happy family, I'm good. Money comes and goes. And I got to be honest, you know, all joking aside, we, we've ragged on each other for 28 hours to this point. I, I, I'm impressed because you've been through a lot of, a lot of adversity and the way that you handle yourself and the way that you keep pushing forward is it's cool to watch and, and see um, because a lot of people in your situation probably turtle yeah. and, and go away. Yeah. And, and you're, you're in the forefront and you're still grinding and going hard, and that's, it's cool to see. Well, that's, I mean, that's how my, da- my dad raised us, dude. I mean, he's, he's always told us, like, somebody comes at you, you're going to get knocked down in life. But you you got to get back up and shove it down their throat. Mm. And that's what we're going to do. Live tour, as you guys, you mentioned. What's your thoughts on the live tour? You like it? Love it? Hate I, it? I do like it. I mean, I don't see why everyone's getting so much hate because in anybody here was offered $200 million to go play golf. You guys are out. I know I am. But you wouldn't. Yeah. And you wouldn't see me ever. I think that. I so, think so a much lot, for that friendship. I think a lot of it's just. <laughs> Just personal hurt feelings, seeing players that you're not going to get at the time, not to get to watch anymore regularly. You know, now they have a TV deal with the CW. So, I mean, I'm learning to accept it. I, the more I play with people, I played with the head pro a couple of days ago, and he brought up some good points about live. Like, you're not going to watch the PGA Tour tournament when the guys aren't playing in it, like when it's not a good tournament. That's a fact. But if you have the option to watch a live golf tournament where you're going to see Kepka, Cam Smith, Phil, DJ, all these other yeah. guys, DJ, you're going to turn it on no matter what it's on. Mm-hmm. And we had Booger McFarlane on the show a couple weeks ago, 
And he said the same thing. We aren't just acclimated to how to watch it yet. Yeah. It's just not ingrained in us yet, but it will, it will get to that point. So yeah, you can't blame them for doing that. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's generational, generational wealth. wealth. Yeah. yeah but I mean, it's stupid money. And, but they're saying if you leave, if you leave live tour, you're paying back two to four times back what you got paid. Brother, you give me $200 million, I'll get up in bed and cuddle with you. I ain't going nowhere. Yeah. But I can't, and then it can't. I didn't know that, though. Yeah. Apparently, based on what you were paid, uh-huh. it's two to four times that amount that you would have to pay back to them. If they decide to... If you decide, like... Decide to go back to the tour. Example, Brooks Kepka. Yeah. I think he got like 150 million. So basically, he'd be, Brooks. he'd be giving back. They said I read somewhere basically Close to 400. Yeah, probably. that's it. My ass still. I mean, you you can't make that up on the PGA Tour. You can't. Yeah, you can't make. But I mean, now, but you, you've seen what it's done. I mean, it's forced the tour to up the purses yep. and yep. Yep. and really put in that effort. Which if you're not pushed at all, if you sit still. That's what the PGA Tour was doing. They were sitting still. There was no one in town. You know, no no other. Competition. Um, competition. Now, all of a sudden, there was competition. Now, the purses went up. I mean, it has helped out the PGA Tour a little bit. It has. It really has. It it's, really it's forced them. It's forced them to come off some of that money. Yeah. And again, it's it's just the new way of it. Is, the way it is. It's yeah. Something that's going to take time to get used to. But yeah, daily, d- me and John were talking about it. I was like, John, why don't you go? Why don't you go to live? He was like, Greg Norman hates me. Greg Norman hates him. He said he he hates me. He won't let me go. And I was uh-huh. like, well, maybe we can squash. Maybe we can squash the beef. He goes, nah, fuck Greg. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But I mean, I feel like people would show up to, to see John. Oh shit, dude. Hell yeah. I mean, that cat. He's still. Have you have you awesome. met him before? You you have met him, haven't you? Here, whenever the when Mystic Rock first opened up, it was the pro am, and it was Tiger Woods was here daily um so i've got to like as a as a youngster meet him in that room same with yeah. rocco dude but he, I, never, I never got to like get like to know this. him hey man you know yeah dude i can tell you this john daly is one of the most kind-hearted selfless human beings i've ever met i mean we'll give you the shirt off of his back like one prop one of the nicest human beings i've ever met it's awesome and he's like that to everybody I've heard that a bunch about yeah. him. He's a sweetheart. He is. He really is. I'm very, very thankful for my friendship with him. He's been a great friend to me. We were talking about it. We'll have to come back out here. We'll yeah, do, the do daily chase and chase and birdies yep. crossover. Let's do it. Pep can plan it. Shit. I need one last thing. That I don't need another thing to, to I mean, plan. He, so he 25, gets, 25. He'll stick me and John in. 2025? C- no, John's, C30. Well, John's driving, but. John's definitely going to drive on that bus. So then you can ride with him. Oh, no, man. That's a lot of cigarette smoking on a long drive. He drives the bus, too. He does. And, and, I mean, it's a tour bus. He drives the freaking it's bus. It's a tour bus, and John drives that. I've never... He whips that bitch. I was he like, John, drives that bus. So he has his, like, CDL license, apparently. I mean, I don't know his credentials, but... <laughs> I know he can drive that fucking bus, that's for sure. What's so. the putting game like, bud? You good putter? I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying different different grips. That sucks ass. Final ten. It's a fine line. You guys you eliminate it. three putts. You, you you go down to a seven handicap. It's crazy how the yeah. game of golf works. But 
we're gonna we're gonna go out and peg it up and I'll, if it's snowing outside well no we might not do that we might like, not, if it's snowing we're not going to play golf yeah facts well, we can do that guys it was fun anything else you want to say thank you guys for having me dude i mean this has been a blast yeah, you're welcome yeah, thanks for coming and, man. thanks yeah you guys have been very accommodating other than c30 over here um this is new yeah don't you shouldn't put him in charge of booking anything but he's like good at that stuff i can i can vouch for you he is not he had one hiccup one hiccup can a guy like water under the bridge one hiccup water everything else i mean everything else is do you get your own room i did you wanted me in in your room and i was like get away from me weirdo (laughs) so all right my man thank you guys bro thanks for coming on chasing birdies Chase Chrisley. So my, man, my man's a legend. He, I, I mean, I had so much fun with him for three days, but that interview Hi. was awesome. Dude, the interview is phenomenal. You know, like he said, we didn't get too, too deep. We got deep enough. Good banter. And I feel like our synergies are the same. Like, you know, we're hanging out in the hot tub because the weather was absolutely terrible the first day at Nemecolon and beautiful hot tub here at Falling Rock. And he's just like... Nonchalant. He's just one of the boys. He's yeah. just one of the boys, and he's been so good to us. Chase, my man, thank you so much for all you did for us and getting this episode out on your end. And uh, dude, we gotta we gotta get you back up here or something. We'll get him back here. I mean, we'll repay him somehow. The guy, I, I just what he's gone through over the last year, year and a half. You know, like I said, you know, it's tough. Mm-hmm. You imagine Jorge going to prison, bud? No. Well, I can for some things he says, but. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's like legit. Like that's like a re- that's a re- that's a reality in that in his life, right? That's what the life he's living now, mm-hmm. and it's. I think that he's handling it very, very well. I'm sure it's very frustrating for him to see his parents yeah, living the way they that. are right now. But yeah. in the same sense, he is being very positive about it, and mm-hmm. that speaks volumes of him as a person. And he's a family man. You know, he kind of inspired me a little bit. You know, he wants to have a million kids, he said, or a whole bunch of kids. He'd have a kid now if Emmy would let him. You know, he's a family guy, getting married, doing that damn thing. So that's that's great, man. That's the way the American dream should be. And like we said in the intro, uh, his golf game, I, I firmly believe he's going to probably be about a 5-6 handicap when we get done with him. So he'll be True taking that. our money. True that. And next time we get him here, we'll maybe we'll actually play golf because the weather was such shit. Anyways, man, I'll tell you what what's not going to be shit. We're, we're leading into the nicer days here. People are going to be getting True. married. You know what that means. You need a wedding band. Mm-hmm. Make sure you go to Joyce's Jewelry and check out all everything that they have. Wedding bands, engagement rings, earrings, bracelets, timepieces. They have it all. Joyce'sJewelry.com. Chase and Birdie's 20 get you 20% off at checkout and again Brandon at Joyce's Jewelry will take good care of you I know that for a fact he, he can't he can't put his phone down while he's playing golf so because he's answering emails so right. customer service is on point and the best part about Joyce's Jewelry is is the online store is dynamite I mean so the people out there living in these different states if you're not local to Pennsylvania West Virginia my man you just get on the internet and you hit that shit hit buy Right now. Easy and, check out. Brandon will be there. He's like, he's going to be there to help you. You know what? I'm going to go as far as to say, if you order something, Brandon will hand deliver it. Probably will. Probably will. So, 
uh, make sure you go over to Joyce'sJewelry.com and, and check them out. There's a lot of cool pieces on there, time pieces, and uh, some bigger diamond pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this but, week, though, yeah, go ahead. But I, again, I can't thank Chase enough. I mean, it's been it's it was incredible. The interview, as you heard in the interview, this is his first time talking about uh, some of the situations yeah. going on. So it was nice. Uh, we talked about the soup. Yeah. Hopefully, you get better at that. No um, more I was probably the dumbest person in America for a day. Whenever that video got posted about having taken lunch, um, that was so fine. funny. So, that was a valid question, but it was so funny. That was great. Yeah, great stuff. This week on the PGA Tour, mm-hmm. today starts the Byron Nelson. And, you know, it's a good tournament to watch. There's some good players in their AT&T Byron Nelson down there in Texas. I think last year, KH Lee won pretty handily, maybe. I don't know, but hopefully you guys are watching that. We, as Pep said earlier, got to play Troubadour yesterday down there in Nashville, Tennessee. And also, this episode of Chase and Birdies is on YouTube. So go ahead and find it. Our man P. Shep, Parker Shepard, filmed it here at Nemecolon, P. Shep Media. Thanks for hooking that up. But, buddy, I tell you what, man. It's been fun having this little conversation with you. And I think it's time that we hit the road. Maybe, maybe let's go play nine or something. What do you say? Let's go peg it up. Let's go peg it up. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to another episode of Chase and Birdie. Chase and Birdies. Chase and Birdies. Yeah. Not Chase and Birdies. Yeah, right. Chase right, and Birdies. Yeah, the whole Chase thing. Chasing underscore Birdies on Instagram. Chasingbirdies.com on the internet. <laughs> we need more swag. We'll get that to y'all. We're, we're, we're getting a dial in. Oh, yeah. Don't worry, guys. Don't worry. Thank you to Evo and Allie over there at Simpler Media for putting this thing together. You guys are awesome. And obviously our social media gals, Rachel London, Jacqueline DiPaterio, for all y'all's help. We can't thank you enough. Thank you guys for listening here on Chasing Birdies. We'll check y'all out here in two. Mm-hmm.